This is a podcast. So we are podcasting on location. Again. Again in our uh, Weston Bonaventure hotel room yes. in Los Angeles. It's beautiful. <laughs> yes. Site of apparently a number of different Hollywood action films. Right. They had all those posters downstairs. Yeah. The one I remembered was, was Nick of Time. That's the one I least remembered. Oh. But then when we saw the elevators, the... It True definitely looked like the True Lies course. scene, although yeah. they made it look like in the movie that there was at a mall. Do you remember that scene where he's I don't. the horse and the elevator? I just remember the horse into the glass elevator. But it definitely looks like the lobby here. Yeah. Um, as well as the final, the finale of um, In the Line of Fire. Yes. With John Malkovich. Uh-huh. Anyway. And so, now that's a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's I think it. it's right up there with its colleagues. Yeah. Exactly. Good yeah. Point. Um, the stage was set for us. I think it was the logical progression of things. Right. So uh, this morning we flew down to Los Angeles mm-hmm. and spent about two hours trying to stand in line to get our car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but worth it when we finally did get our car. It's a luxury automobile. One of my favorite features <laughs> of this trip has been us pretending that our. Mitsubishi Eclipse Spider is like the hottest car on well, LA streets. <laughs> it's you know for a while it was in our head, but then we got confirmation. That's we true. had a passerby yell, "Nice car, man!" And I like that he like kind of yelled it to me, like I'm in the passenger seat, like it's my car, and You're, I just, yeah. I just enjoy driving, riding in the passenger seat. I, I'm your chauffeur, I guess. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's an enjoy. I mean, I'm glad we got a convertible, right? It's, been it's good. comfortable. It's I've enjoyed nice the rag top system. down so my hair can blow. Yes. Once we figured out how to get the rag top down. Yeah, that was quite an ordeal. Um, and so we are going to be leaving in about 30 minutes or so to to see Chavez Ravine at Dodger Stadium yes. for your first time. Now, did we come up with this idea on an earlier podcast about That's us going down? I think we did. Really? I feel like we did. We don't speak outside of the podcast, so of course it must have not. Been. I think I met you through the podcast, actually. Right. Um, well, it got me thinking, uh, or thinking of the question: How many baseball stadiums have you been to? Ooh, good question. Good question. Uh, can I count two in San Diego? I think you should yeah. for Qualcomm and Petco and Major League, not kind of like River Cats, right? But like Major League Baseball parks. So there's two uh, Giants and A's. I believe, I can't be sure, but I thought I went to a candlestick game a long time ago. Okay. I don't know if I'll count that. I don't remember it. Uh, Fenway, obviously. Five? Did you ever go to like... uh, the Angels? No. Nope. You've not been to the Angels? No. Okay. Whenever I was down here for work or anything, they weren't in town. Okay. Or it wasn't baseball season. So you've been to a couple that I have not been to. Because I still... Amazingly, I've not been to Petco. Seriously? I know, it's horrific. I've been multiple times. Um, and obviously, I, well, not obviously, but I haven't been to Fenway either. Right. Um, but the ones that I have been to, I, I have went several times to uh, Candlestick. And I, I we did go once to Angel Stadium. I remember I went in college. It was super random. There was a girl that I worked with. Um, Retarded pasta lady? No. It was at Plastic Cafe, though. Um <laughs> She's kind of cute, but like I never didn't really have any romantic interest. But she was a big baseball fan, and we saw we. we so she was a lesbian. <laughs> Did that? I think we were trying to hook her up with somebody or something. I don't remember. But Super anyway, Jill? yeah. 
she and I drove up to uh, Anaheim and we went to a baseball game together, which is kind of a random occurrence. But because um, I, I was like, I've been down in, in Southern California for five years and I haven't been here, so I wanted to get it checked off the list. Right. Um, and then Dodger Stadium, obviously, but you're getting that one checked off tonight. Yeah, I'll be adding that one tonight. And then the two that are out of California are what at the time was Enron Field. Uh-huh. And I believe it's now Minute Maid Park in Houston uh-huh. and Wrigley Field. Oh, Wrigley's a good one. Very good one, yeah. So I think for me, that is eight stadiums. And you're getting your sixth? Yeah. Tonight? Maybe seventh. Maybe seventh, like I said. Yeah, it's possible. It's PR possible. It's PR possible. It's, it's PR possible. I I, I'm, actually, I'm almost positive I have. Because I, I remember would, it being very cold, and there's something about where it is that it would get, like, Swirling oh, yeah. winds oh, and things, cool. yeah. yeah. And I've never gone to a pro football game, I don't think. So. I sort of feel like I've been to maybe four or five different San Francisco Giants parks because the current park oh. they play at has had like nine different names. Right. So, um, Big Giants fan, are you? Huge, huge <laughs> Giants fan. Um, I'm hoping that when we go up to Seattle, next time, whenever it is I go up to Seattle. Perhaps Rodney's s- wedding? When is that again? Do you remember? May, I think. Okay, so it is during baseball season. Yes. Definitely want to try and get a Mariners game yes. while I'm there. Oh, the Red Sox are in town? Yeah. Since you're, you know, you're the National League guy, so for sure. the Mariners field. Sure. If the Red Sox are in town, that'd be beautiful. Well, it's kind of right around the time the Interleague is going on, too, so maybe. True. Maybe a little before. It might be a little before Interleague. Yeah. Anyway, um, I wanted to hit you with a little bit of Dodger Stadium knowledge. Okay. To prepare you. Assault me with the knowledge. Um, when the Dodgers moved... To Los Angeles yes. in 1958. Yes. They did not originally play at Dodger Stadium. It had what? not yet been built. Oh, okay. They played at the L.A. Coliseum, which is a football field. Hmm. And actually, a couple years ago, um, they played an uh, maybe a couple exhibition games there. And I remember one, at least one was against the Red Sox. And it was crazy because they made the field, the dimensions of the field, uh-huh. very strange. So, like, left field was only 250 feet but with a huge wall. Yeah. And then right field was like 600 feet. What? Because it was so oddly shaped. But is that how it was when they moved out here? I, don't, I, think, it, I think it was odd. I don't know if it was that oddly shaped, but I think it was similar to that. Wow. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. So in 62, uh, they moved into Dodger Stadium. And for a long time, Dodger Stadium was thought of as a pitcher's park. And so uh, Dodger's... Had a Los Angeles Dodgers had a long history of great pitchers and everything, and the reason it was a pitcher's park is that there was so much foul ground, and so that obviously helps the pitchers because if they built seats there, what would be a foul ball would go into the stands as opposed to being caught by a fielder. Oh, okay, makes sense. Yeah, um, so but there's, there's more chance of, of fielding a foul ball exactly than it being lost exactly. Um, however. You know, in the past few years, owners have realized, hey, that's stupid. We can make a hell of a lot more money by putting seats close by, right. and uh, therefore it's become less of a pitcher's park than it used to be. Um, the most famous moment in Dodger Stadium history, mm-hmm. do you have an idea of what it is? Is it from the 88 World Series? It's got to be, I think. Yeah. The Kirk the Gibson Kirk Game Homer. 1 walk-off home run. Um, I would say maybe the second most famous moment at Dodger Stadium came 22 years before that, in 1966. Okay. 
Now you guess. Uh, a no-hitter. No. I'll give you a hint. It was not baseball-related. The Beatles played there. That is correct. Nice. Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. I, I remember the... I mean, not remember, but I know the Beatles played at Shea. Yeah. It was some big event or something, but yeah. I didn't know they played at stadium. Indeed. The boys from Liverpool came From over, your new soccer team? From my new soccer team. Uh, came to L.A., and... Um, I feel like with that kind of precursor, if it's good enough for the Beatles, I'm glad it's now good enough for you to good enough for uh, that's a podcast to to tread its hallowed ground. I look forward to it. Well, um, then I think we're going to head out there. Yeah, maybe get a drink at the bar here before. Yes, definitely. We and uh, pre party, and we'll be back hopefully with good news of a Dodger victory. Yes. Otherwise, this may be the shortest podcast we'll be we've back. recorded. <laughs> we'll be back to share the good news of a Dodger victory. All right. Well, that is a pre-podcast. Okay. That's a pre-podcast. So we are back from our Dodger Stadium excursion. Yes. We have popped your Dodger Stadium hymen. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Okay. It was relatively painless and enjoyable even, I'd say. It usually is. Dodger Stadium, you know, I said this before. If you don't walk in there a Dodgers fan or at least someone who appreciates the Dodgers, you definitely will be by game time and and definitely when you walk out. All the pregame stuff and the video and the, you know, everything they were doing, it just really like pumped me up. And I was like, yeah, go Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. And we kind of had crappy seats even, too. We had, you know what? They were free. They were free. Thanks to MSI. Thank you, MSI Computers. MSI Computers for all your computing needs. And Nat Natalia. And Natalia. For her efforts in the matter. Right. Well, you mean the luck of the draw? Yes. Yes. That's what I mean. Uh, So there's our plug for MSI Computers. Thank you. They paid us thousands of dollars now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was great. Despite the seats. One of my favorite things about Dodger Stadium, no dot races. Yes. I liked them when I was a kid, but, nah. Yeah. I mean, they did have their fair share of things to occupy the crowd in between innings and whatnot. Yeah, but there was, I feel like there was less of the, uh, hey, look at me, like it, like, like gimmicky you know, stuff? Yeah, like two weeks ago, we, were, we went to a couple of Giants games when the Red Sox were playing there, and every, in between every inning, it was like... And now, fans, direct your attention to blah, blah, blah. And it was something, you know, like the, yeah, the, yeah. the multicolored cable car races or whatever. Right. And I feel like Dodger Stadium is like, they would have things going on, but you had to kind of look and find them yourself. Yeah. Yeah. The ultimate really is Wrigley Field, who doesn't even really have a Jumbotron. It's just like all about baseball and hanging out and drinking beer at 11 o'clock. It's just old-timey newspaper men and... Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, saying remember the main yes a lot of that really more than more than you might think do you get that reference of course no you don't i remember the main was the ship that was sunk that started the remember the main foundation spanish american war of course thanks Um, history major ah the lapd yeah i don't know if that will show up on the podcast or you'll be able to hear it but It'll show up in my dreams. We've got some nice LAPD sounds in the background, Mm -hmm. even from our 20th floor hotel room. Yeah, we're living large. Yeah. Um, 
So I've got a couple things to talk to you about, or ask you, actually. Okay. First, I want to give you a little background on this story. Uh, it has to do with our neighbors. And it's not a negative thing. Your we, neighbors at your new house? Yes. Okay. Because we actually love our neighbors. Um, so our neighbors directly across our street, not Zach and Jill, but our neighbors directly across the street. Uh, it's an older couple, and they have a dog. And this dog is, like, amazing Cirque du Soleil dog in that he can totally hop their fence, even though it's, like, this super high fence. He somehow has figured out a way to do this. Okay. So there have been a couple of times now in which their dog has gotten out while they were gone or whatever, and we have found him and, like, tracked him down and, and, and brought him back to safety. Either once I uh, leashed him and, like, tied him to a tree in their front yard. Mm-hmm. And another time we did the same thing, except we did it in their backyard. And so they're very nice, and they're very, like, thankful for it. Oh, you know, like, you saved his life and all this stuff and everything. And they feel so bad, especially the, the, the wife. She's like, oh, I feel so bad for everything, you know. Like, if this ever happens with your dogs, you know, I'll be sure to whatever. I'm wondering if, for the sake of balancing things out and whatever... I should, like, intentionally let my dogs run out when no. I know that they're out there so that they can... You said they're an older couple. Not that old, though. 50? Yeah. 70? They have a daughter who's in her mid-20s. Yeah. <laughs> Is she good-looking? <laughs> She is easy on the eyes. Ooh, really? Is she? Does she like live with them? She has summers moving back in with them Ooh. due to failed job yeah. activities. Mm. But apparently, she has some boyfriend who has a lot of money, but he isn't hasn't proposed to her yet. Or anything. So I don't know. <laughs> well, remind me to check her out sometime. I will do that. But. So you're you're worried about like the one sidedness of your neighborly relationship? Yeah, I, just, I I, I want you, you know this is all foreign concept to me. <laughs> you speak to your neighbors? <laughs> what? They came over on July fourth. Really? Well, oh, before you got there, or maybe not. The ones with the little boy? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. Those are the, those are the ones we just met. Oh, okay, and we really like them. Uh, Good. I hope they're listening. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Um, what were their names? Jim and Jackie. You made that up. No. Okay. Just, and uh, something else I found out about Jim, in case I talked to Derek Lee tomorrow, this might be something I bring up with him. He was actually buddies with Derek Lee and El Camino. Really? Yeah. Small world. Uh, anyway, um, aside from the fact they have a small kid, you know. It's right. Um, yeah. He, and he was like, we talked about how he also likes drinking port and smoking cigars. And so that was a nice little... Who doesn't? Yeah. You're meeting anyone's like, oh, I, I, I abhor port and cigars. I think there are people that don't like port. I think there are a lot of people that don't like port. How could they not like the drink of my people? <laughs> Our um, national beverage. But no, maybe they maybe they left before you got there, but they were the the neighbors across the street did come at some point. Yeah, they must have been gone when I got there. Okay. You so were very you, fashionably late, so Sorry, we're very Sorry. popular in demand. No um, do you really, I mean, would you honestly, like, set your dog loose, hoping the neighbor would catch it and feel better? I don't know. I feel like 
Do you remember in Anthro how there was the whole thing about with gift giving, how it's like yeah. it's actually like kind of a burden to receive a gift because of the whole thing with reciprocity and everything and But I feel like you should bank this and the next time you're out of town have them like get your mail or, you know, something. Yeah. I mean if if uh if you caught like their baby when it fell out of a window, would you then get a baby and throw it out a window to That's I a, enjoy throwing babies out of windows. I know you do. I enjoy throwing cats. Yeah. I have thrown 400 cats. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If their daughter fell out the window, I'd catch her. <laughs> I might catch her. Or I'd call you over to catch her. I'm gonna. I'm just going to catch her on spec. Never <laughs> even seen her. Um, we saw a lot of girls at the Dodger game tonight. Yeah. I think my favorite, even though she was not good looking, for... The the purpose of, um, just for the spirit of it all, was the girl who wore the I Only Kiss Dodger Fans shirt. Oh, yeah. She was not good looking. Yeah, but it and was she a looked shirt. like a it mother was, of, like, four Well, that's... I, I, I wasn't She's interested in the herself. Yeah. <laughs> I was interested in her clothing and... Not the, and it's uh, weird because she was a mother and it's like, you're here with your husband and kids, like... Are you saying that you're going to be you know kissing another Dodger fan? Uh, whatever. I don't know. One of those little kids was kind of cute. Oh, so definitely. That. The one that was definitely. singing the Let's Go Dodgers. Yeah. Not the uh, blonde hot mess. Oh, uh, gosh. She's the worst. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not that one. The girl who would not watch, who didn't no. watch a single the, moment. The, the blonde in, like, the blue tank top. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The, like, Vegas stripper one. Uh, she was a huge mess. Yeah. Um... Yeah, people watching was pretty fun. Oh yeah, my least favorite. People was, watching in the cheap seats is my fun. least favorite. Was definitely a tie between the girl who didn't watch a moment of the game, right, and the ugly Cubs fan girl to the right. Oh yeah, she yeah, but at least she seemed quiet though. Was she like leading? No, those? she was very vocal. Oh, she was okay. Very then, yeah. vocal, killer. The guy next to it to her though, I was happy because when they were doing like chanting stuff and and they were talking about Alfonso Soriano who was up. Uh-huh. And I I made a comment about how they should throw him a slider because he can't hit sliders. Right. The guy was actually like, oh, man, it's, that hits a little close to home. It's actually pretty true that he can't do that. <laughs> nice. So I appreciated that he was, uh, you know, willing to, to meet me halfway on that point. I feel like when you're at an away game, you've got to, like, kind of uh, laugh at yourself a little yeah, bit. Yeah, definitely. You can't be too... I mean, unless your team's up like twelve zero or something. It's like um, you're probably not going to get this reference, but it's like the uh, the Throwdown show. Is this Food a Network. Gilmore Girls? It's reference? a Food Network show. Okay. Throwdown. Have you seen that no. with Bobby Flay? He like he'll find out who makes the best whatever blueberry pancakes, and then show up in their town and like challenge them to a cook off. And it's like a huge douchebag thing to do. I get. know, but but oh, you think you're really good at this? Huh? Well, I'm better than you. Well, half the half, half you, Bobby Flay. I'd say half the yourself. times or more he loses, so that's good. good. But but yeah, some Bobby of the, Flay can suck me off. Some of the, okay, some of the times he wins. So, but I think that's the, well, the who decides. They have like uh, you know the local food critic or whatever taste them both. The, but that's the attitude I think. Like the Cubs fans at Dodger Stadium, like. You know, yes, you're really into your team, but you've got to kind of, like, acknowledge where you are and kind of right. act appropriately. I want to get back to this Bobby Flay thing. Okay. So he goes He can towns. suck you off, huh? <laughs> and he says, you're good at this, but I'm better than you, so let's have a challenge. He doesn't say I'm better than you. I think he approaches it more like, uh, 
I want to see how well I could do against you. A competition. Dude, you Bobby should... Flay, we get it. You're famous. You have your own TV shows. You, you should... have your own famous yeah, restaurants. But... Why do you have to try and crap on these, like, small town people? He's famous for, like, grilling, I would think, is kind of his thing. So if he's going to make blueberry pancakes, that's not, <laughs> like, his uh Well, then what business does he have making it in the first place? I don't know. Bobby Flay. You've never eaten at his this restaurant. Is, this is not my kind of guy. His restaurant. I think I have. You have? I think the time, I think on the road trip, uh, Robert and May Alexis and I ate at one of his restaurants, I think. In I New think. York? Yeah, in New York. Okay. The Mesa Grill is pretty good. If any of those three people that I just mentioned listen to this podcast and can either verify or unverify. Yeah. The veracity of that statement would be appreciated. I would like to hear that. Okay. Um, how much time are we at on this podcast? Uh, 20 minutes. All right, good. It's decent. Then I have some time to ask you four questions. Four questions, wow. Um, a while back we did a poisonous podcast in which I asked you to pick your poison. Okay. That. Yeah. I gave you multiple options. I think I gave you five. It was sort of like the worst of all worlds. Type well, of thing. I asked you, no, of these horrible things, right. which would be the least painful. Right. So I've come up with a couple of those. They don't have as many options. Was that the one where I had to live in uh, Port-au-Prince? And, yes. Yeah. And uh, drive an Aztec or whatever. <laughs> yes. Okay. So here are four more similar questions. Okay. Okay. Number one. Okay. You have to eat... At one of these restaurants. Oh, God. Which They're going to be chains, huh? you choose? Long John Silver's. Mm-hmm. Hometown Buffet. Oh, God. Or Taste of China Super Buffet. Found on Howe Avenue. Yeah. Where on Howe Avenue? Uh, across... There's, like, another buffet right next to it. It was, like, J.J. North's or something. It's, like, across the street from Lemongrass and Labu uh, right okay. there. Okay. It's a huge Chinese buffet. Yeah. There's that. There's Hometown Buffet and Long John Silver's. I can't go to the Hometown Buffet. And here's the thing. If you go to Long John Silver's, if you go to any of these, you have to go into them. Drive through oh, Long John damn. Silver's does not count. Because I've actually done that, with courtesy of Robert. Robert had a Long John Silver's Jones one night when we lived at the wood, and we went there. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get Long John Silver's, but anyway. What do you mean? Um, I don't get the attraction to fast food seafood. Yeah, exactly. I feel like to exactly. me, seafood is not something you want to mess around with. Like, grade F beef, I'll give a pass once <laughs> yeah. in a while, but yeah, seafood you don't want to No, no. no. So, I guess I'm, I'm forced to take the China Buffet. Really? But... Hometown buffet, you know, it'd be good because I'd go in there and I'd see all the like 400 pound welfare people shoving food in their face, and I would like, you know, go to the salad bar once, and be like, oh, I'm done. But I just don't want to be in that environment. Um, I also chose China buffet. Yeah, well, naturally, I'm it sure. is not because of the food. Have you been there? No. Okay. Um, I chose it because I feel like there will be less people there. Mm. Whereas hometown buffet, I feel like will be super crowded and and largely crowded. Yeah. And Long John Silver's just, no, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Yeah. You don't ever want to go inside for fast food. No. You want to stay in your vehicle. If, if Where it's safe. All right, number two. Ugh, China Buffet. You chose well there. That's disgusting. You have to work in one of these professions for the next 25 years of your life. 
Chamber family. <laughs> Home Chamber family. Close. <laughs> a. Urologist. Okay. Now, by urologist, I mean guy who looks at and works with penises all day long. Right. Um, B. Moyle. <laughs> I, was, I was talking to a man about this, and we're having a discussion whether... Urologists also deal with female issues, and I don't think that that's true. Like, it's not someone that works with urinary issues and like bladder. It's penises. Then why isn't it a penologist? I mean, did you look this up? Yeah, urologist. So if a woman gets a urinary tract infection, a urologist is just for men. Like, if a girl has urinary issues, she will go to her OBGYN. Okay. So you're just dealing with guys and their penises, right? Well, I know which one I'm going to pick. <laughs> All right, that was A. That was A, B, or two. Manager at Walmart. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> and Roman numeral three. Cook at Indian restaurant. <laughs> well, I couldn't do that. I mean, I don't have the skills. It doesn't matter. It's a really bad Indian restaurant. So right. they would hire someone awesome. like you who has no experience and just give you a bunch of curry and say, go, go at it. Okay. I think, and you're going to make fun of me. <laughs> I got to pick urologist, right? Because it's a, at least I'm a doctor. You are a doctor. So I'm, I'm going to be making you're excellent money. You're definitely making the most money out of any of those. Right. That That's the thing. I mean, I, I appreciate that the Walmart, I was the manager and not the, you know, photo booth technician or whatever, but <laughs> still... <laughs> In a way, I think manager is almost worse because you have to deal with, like, managing all of these, like, lame-ass people yeah, that are... Yeah, you're a super lame-ass, too. What? You're the Walmart manager. Yeah. Yeah. You're one of the lame-asses. Well, that's true. You're just the one that has to button an extra button on his shirt or something. But you also have to deal with all these deadbeats who are like, oh, I need time off to go to my... Go to jail. Yeah, <laughs> go to jail. Yeah, I've, I'm... I'll be the urologist. Um, but you said I... Yeah. So basically, this was a, this was my way of trying to get you to admit that for the next 25 years, you want to handle and see penises. Apparently. Apparently, I do. <laughs> when I go home to my mansion in, in my Bentley every night, I will think, eh, How about so three bad. clinic urologist? Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, because I think they have specialties at the free clinic. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, you can only listen to one type of music for the rest of your life. Oh, no. (laughs) Will it be country? (laughs) Will it be hardcore rap? Oh. Or will it be death metal? Oh, God. (laughs) As in, like that. Yeah, no, I got it. I appreciate that. As my former roommate used to listen to slash perform. Hey, I'm one of your former roommates. That's true. And current. You're on the list. You are currently my roommate, indeed. Um, Is this an Atlantis 2x4 podcast? Yeah. I'm going to have to go with country. Explain. The other two aren't music. Death metal's not music. It's just screaming and, and, you know, pentagrams. And hardcore... Good name for a band. (laughs) Screaming pentagrams. Hardcore rap's not music. It's just yelling and, and, you know, beats and whatever. It's misogynistic, which I think would appeal to you. Yeah. Um, Country is annoying and lame, but at least it's it's still music. 
And once in a while, there'll be a, a country song that I surprisingly like. Typically Shania Twain, probably, right? I love Shania Twain. <laughs> Shania can do no wrong in my eyes. You know I've always You told love you telling that. guys that they don't impress you much, right? Speaking of, what was the song in the when we were at Barnes & Noble today? How Do I Live, the Leanne Rhymes song, uh, but it was some horrible coffee shoppy duet. Yeah. Oh, God. If I worked at that Barnes & Noble, I would cut myself. Seriously. For listening to that over and over. Yeah, I swear like, we heard it. get Leanne Rhymes? Either, either the song's like 15 minutes long or we heard it twice in a very <laughs> short span. And that is grounds for se- seppuku. And I, uh, said, I almost said sudoku. <laughs> like the lady on the plane. <laughs> the lady on the plane. Introducing Sudoku to this other lady, like, this thing hasn't been going on for seven years now. Exactly. Um, (laughs) I would also say country, as much as I hate country. And here's why. I feel like rap and that kind of metal music are still evolving in a way and going down a negative path. Whereas I feel like, and maybe I'm ignorant in this way, which is possible, and I'm satisfied with that fact, (laughs) I feel like country isn't evolving all that much. I feel like it's still kind of the same as it's always been. At least some branches of it. If anything, I'd say it's evolving more towards pop. Yeah. Because if you think of, like, you know, Merle Haggard or Willie Nelson, it's like, they're unbelievably country. But I feel like now the line's blurred a little... Well, there'll be, there'll be like some rascal flats American or, Idol yeah. winner who's Carrie Underwood. Yeah, it was like technically country, but when you hear the songs on pop radio stations yeah. once in a while or something. Well, an old ninety sevens is a little countryish. Yeah, there's okay. lots of bands that have a, a a bit of a twang. The Eagles, when they started out, were were country rock. That's true. So, so yeah. Uh, final question number four. Okay. This is the anchor to bring it home and to really um, end our podcast on a classy note. Ooh. You have to have one of these items inserted in you rectally. Jesus. (laughs) Uh, Baby thermometer? Is that one of them? Number letter A. Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. Hacky sack? What? Hacky sack? No, I heard you. B, beer bottle. Jesus, dude. (laughs) I practiced this and I still can't do it. You're so proud of your C. C, Malcolm Jamal Warner. (laughs) (laughs) Do I really... (laughs) Do I really... Do I really have to answer this question? You kind of usurped me with the Shaquille O'Neal thing. But. Which which of these three things do I want inserted in my ass? <laughs> Theo, <laughs> a beer bottle, or what was the first? Hacky sack. A hacky sack. I was thinking of going Bonnie Raitt mm-hmm. for our old song, right. you know, with the uh, rusty gate and the roller skate. Uh, roller skate. Yeah. But uh, yeah. um. Do I really have to answer this? I guess I'd pick hacky sack because Definitely because it's sack. the most like malleable. I was yeah, flexible. I was wondering if that was the right word. The other thing is beer bottle could break, right? Which is, would be really bad news, right? I also feel like there might be some suction issues or something. You know, with the I haven't thought about it that much. <laughs> well, in writing the questions, I experimented. I actually asked these to one of my coworkers, and she gave us advice. She she did. You asked a, a woman what she wants. Well, it was Tanil, who's who's uh, 
What was her answer? Um, Malcolm Jamal Warner. <laughs> now, if one of the options had been Tempest Bledsoe, I might have picked her. Uh, what was Rudy's friend? Oh. Uh, Kenny. Kenny. Yeah. yeah. I, I almost said Cockroach. No. That was uh, MJW's friend. Yes, it was. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to go to a shitty China buffet. I'm going to uh, take time off from my urologist job to listen to some country music with a hacky sack up my ass. I, I'm pretty much living the dream. Uh, well, it has been a long day. It is now almost 1 o'clock a.m., so the delirium of this podcast is uh, has never been surpassed, I would say. Yeah. I'm actually laying in my hotel bed. We're both laying in our respective hotel yes. beds, not Separate, sharing a... but equal. Yes, yeah. not sharing a hotel bed. For once. Um, although we are both completely naked. <laughs> uh, let's just be thankful it's not a video podcast, I guess. Yeah. Although I'm sure now everyone wishes it was. Indeed. Um, All right. Uh, well, um, it's been quite a day. Yeah. Tomorrow we have uh, the next Dodger game to attend. Yeah. Very exciting. Day game. Day game. Can't go wrong with a day game. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we'll get another victory. Uh, but as for now, that is a podcast. That's a podcast. Look at that bum over there, man. He's down on his